0: From America, we're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Once you
1: begin a great movement, there's no telling where it'll end. Amen. There is no telling where it will end once you begin a great movement. And the greatest movement that was ever made was the experiment. Well, besides Jesus coming to earth, I guess that was the greatest movement ever. Uh, But but, uh, since then, the greatest movement ever was the experiment, which is what we know today is the United States of America. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live from America. My name Is Jeremy Harrell, and I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host. And some of you know me as the Hip Hop Patriot. I am so glad to be with you for the first show today, here, August 19th, year of our Lord, 2021. I'm glad you're here. If you're watching on social media, please do me the honor of being those force multipliers, being those soldiers for God, getting out the gospel getting out this video, being courageous, not worrying about accounts being banned, because now, as Christian conservatives, we need to fight harder than ever. And a lot of that means having no fear. Because why do you have fear when you have God on your side? I know I don't. So thank you guys very much. We are live on Rumble. We are live on Roku. We are live on Firestick. Of course, you can hear it on the podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneinRadio.com RSS.com, and for everything else, JeremyHarrell.com. I want to go to social media right now. I want to say hello to my family members because going through each night, as, as much stuff is happening right now, I, uh, I, 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 I need you guys daily. I need you as much as you say you need me every day. So please, if you are in the comment section on social media, not on YouTube until next week again, please let me know your name and where you're from because I'd love to give you a shout out this morning so that we can all have a spotlight. Shined on us today. We've got Katie sixty three is in the building. Kimmy thirteen thirteen says I offered to get our Americans and the scroll went too fast. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry I couldn't read that. Angel Eyes is in the building. How you doing, Angel Eyes? Good to see you this morning. God bless you. I love you. Of course, we've got JP mom. Hello, hello. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning to you too. Cornpup folks. Cornpup came out of his basement and is in the threads on Rumble. How you doing, Cornpup? Good to see you. Paula from Texas is in the building. Tracy says, I just got out of Facebook jail. But I don't think she has a problem going back in. Melissa, good morning. How are do, how you doing? Deb Yoakam, good to see you as well. Sandy, we've got Betty. How you doing? Good to see you, Betty. Joe in Texas is here. Alexa from OHIO is in the building. We've got uh, Christy from the great state of Texas where everything is bigger. Julie in the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. Right here in my home state is watching. Um, somebody said something about handsome. They couldn't have been talking about me. They must have been talking about Trump back there on that photo on the uh, <laughs> on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, Robert Andres from Wayne, Michigan in the building. Jason is here. Uh, Jason, good morning. Marilyn from Iowa and a couple more here. Lori from Florida, good to see you. And Nolan from Popular Bluff, Missouri, good to see you too. God bless you. Thank you very much for joining in on Live from America. I got a packed show for you today, but I'd also like to give a couple more shout outs here. Um, I'd like to say Barbara Nichols, I got your your message i got your uh voicemail message and i just want to say thank you very much for the card and the donation and thank you for calling and leaving the message i heard it this morning i'd like to thank rosario Rosaria Bar- barbera and the barbera family for calling and leaving me a voice message singing happy birthday to me it was truly wonderful i just heard it this morning and i would like to ask for prayers for melissa Steffi. melissa streffi melissa steffi who is uh Uh, One of our family members here on Life from America, who's here every day, she just found out some bad news uh, about some friends of hers in Florida and some medical issues that are going on down there. And I just want to say that you are in our prayers, Melissa. God bless you. We love you. And we will be thinking of you and and sending prayers your way. And I would also like to sing a happy birthday right now to a very special 8-year-old girl named Avia. Avia turns eight years old today, watches the show, loves Live From America, and I want to say, God bless you, young lady. We are fighting for you to have a future. Me, your mom, your family, everybody here on Live From America, what we do every day and what you're here watching is all for you. So if everybody could please join me in singing happy birthday to Avia, I think that would make her very happy. Here we go. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Avia, happy birthday to you. Big number, eight years old, (laughs) better watch out world, she's going to be driving and making some massive decisions here in the future. God bless you girl, God bless you Avia, and God bless your folks too. God bless your folks, too. <laughs> All right, this morning, guys, the newsletter was pretty, um, I think the newsletter this morning was pretty eye-opening, and if you're not joined in on the newsletter, please go to JeremyHerald.com, and please sign up for the newsletter. I send out morning um, Bible verses, we, we break them down, we talk about them, and, uh, and then, of course, just to keep in contact with me for any kind of censorship that might happen in the future. Now, this morning's newsletter was titled, Jesus Didn't Say to Be Nice. He said to love. Now, as a non-believer, most of my life, I know what it's like to use this against Christians, to put them in a corner, especially today's Christians, who are very afraid to speak out for a lot of reasons. And, and, and that's not an insult, but today's Christians are very afraid to speak out for a lot of reasons and say that something is wrong in, 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 because they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Okay, and I know what it's like to use this. This every Oh, you're not very nice. That's very unchristian like of you. And I think Christians have have lost this over time. So I said Jesus didn't say to be nice. He said to love. I said good morning. Yesterday I said that times like this was what a Christian should embrace and wait for. During uncertain and dark times, people turn to God. That is why so many people in prison turn to the Lord. I believe that God is doing amazing things by bringing In the whole new class of Christians this time I mean a whole new class of Christians excuse me this time this time will be remembered forever because of the biblical events that are happening right now new Christians have been made new with the Holy Spirit and have a lot of energy that some lifelong Christians as a whole have lost over the years just being content that is no disrespect so please don't take it as an insult this is a time for a revival, a time to renew your spirits, and, and a time to, to put on a full armor of God from your closets. And the verse of the day today is this, John thirteen thirty four and 35. John 13, 34, 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Notice that Jesus did not say, be nice to one another. The reason why I spoke about lifelong Christians losing a spark and always talk about the church as a whole, not really having a voice for the nation and to the world to hear loudly is because as a new Christian, I have seen nothing but misconceptions about being a Christian and what Christ was like by non-believers and believers not being bold enough to correct people. Non-believers like to use this common misconception to trap Christians into not having a dog in the fight, meaning that they pressure you into accepting their way of life and their decisions by merely saying that if you don't, then you aren't being nice or respectful. They think that you being a Christian and preaching the Gospels mean that you have to be super nice to them And give them nothing but smiles while at the same time not telling them the wrong that they are doing or the right ways they should live. Jesus never said to be nice. As a matter of fact, Jesus did a lot of things while preaching the gospel that people did not consider nice. The disciples begged him to do things all the time that he did not or would not do. His refusal to please their requests could be seen as not being nice. Jesus flipped over tables of tax collectors, and many people would say, that is not nice. Jesus refused to give any compliments or praise to those in power that demanded it from him and the poor people of the nation. And even went as far as to call them names and disrespect them right to their faces, that was not considered nice. No, he did not say, be nice. He said to love one another. Love comes with a lot of ups, downs, emotions, and hard lessons. We love our kids, but it would be wrong to give them everything they wanted so we could be nice. The Bible tells us that disciplining our children is a must. Do you think that when we do discipline them, they think that we're being nice? Love is about doing and saying the hard things sometimes. There is so much evil in this world that merely preaching the gospel is perceived as not being respectful or nice. Most of the world actually sees it as an attack nowadays. So stop being nice Christians that go around pleasing everyone and doing what everyone's expects you to do. And start being loving Christians that stands firm on the word of God and does what Jesus would do. And don't worry about if people think you are being nice or not. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, this isn't a directive or or, or even a suggestion that you should go be a jerk or be mean. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, we are not out there to be nice, because nice is an opinion. What Hitler thought was nice might not be what, you know, someone else thinks is nice. What the Pope did the other day, I don't think was a nice thing to do. Attacking people who decide not to get vaccinated for one reason or another. I don't think that was nice. And I think right now is a beautiful time to be alive, folks. So please join me in the Lord's Prayer as we end the beginning of this show and get ready for the first and foremost section. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done Somebody said in the chat, I saw a telegram on Open Chat for LFA about 229 Afghan Christians being beheaded. I was told it was a hoax, but then told it wasn't. Can somebody please clarify? Well, I don't know what specific video you're talking about, but I can tell you yesterday um, hundreds and hundreds of Christians were put to death. Were put to death because they were tried to death by the Taliban and put to death. That did happen yesterday. So I don't know if that video pertains to that. I did not see that video. But that but they but they were but hundreds of Christians were put to death yesterday. Yes, that is true. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the first and foremost section of the day because uh, there's a lot to get to. Joe Biden, they wheeled him out yesterday. Come on, Joe, come on, get out there. Why, 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 why? Where are we going? Whoa, 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 where, where where are we going, everybody? Where are we going? they wheeled him out there so that he can get in front of TV so that he could explain to you exactly what happened and in his bumbling and drib uh, and drooling and mumbling he admitted exactly what happened that he knew that this chaos would ensue and i'm going to show you the video where he admits it but before i show you the video where he admits it yesterday i showed you some very hard images to watch coming out of afghanistan Videos that most mainstream media was not showing. Some are starting to show them now, but they're starting to show the ones that I was already showing. And I know a lot of these images burned into your heads. I know that. I know a lot of these images were hard to watch, and they made you cry because they did me too. But what's important about these images and why you guys have to see them is so that when the left tells you that it's not as bad as you think it is. Oh, what do you watch, Fox News? Even though Fox News won't even show some of those images or some of those videos for whatever reason because they, I think they're trying to protect Biden as much as other people. The left is starting to turn on him and so is fake news media and they're starting to show this stuff. Now I'm going to show you a couple more videos today that are hard to watch. Not as hard as yesterday, but hard because they get right to your soul. And the first video that I'm going to show you is some very heart-wrenching video of Afghans parting with their children to keep them safe. Remind you of anything? Remind you of the Nazi takeover in the 40s when people had to send their kids away just to keep their kids safe from being killed? That's what's happening again right now. So I'm going to show you a video right now of exactly what I was just talking about. And again, I think everybody should see these videos. I think everybody in your family should see these videos. But what's even, not even worse, but what but what's really stings me about this is they're not even passing them to U.S. soldiers. They're passing them to British soldiers. British soldiers. Not saying that that we should focus on who's saving these kids or not. Because the fact is they're being saved. That's the good thing. But the fact that Americans are not there, are not the ones that are helping and are not there to, to be that hero with the cape on, is just weird for me. It's a weird time, ladies and gentlemen. So here's a video of people trying to hand their kids to safety so their kids could live, knowing that they're probably going to die and never see their children ever again. those are british soldiers folks helping those kids to safety but all those people that are on this side they're probably end up going to be put in slavery or killed or ruled over like an with an iron thumb joe biden caused this folks and i'm not just saying that because i uh don't like his politics or his policies This guy, this president, this fake president, this illegitimate resident and his cronies and the people around him and his administration and the top brass of the military, General Milley, the Secretary of Defense, all of them, they're clueless. They're out of their league. They're unqualified. They were asked questions yesterday in a joint uh, press conference, General Milley and, and the Secretary, and neither of them knew what to say. They looked like they were deer in headlights. They did not know what to say. They are in over their heads. They have no idea how to come back from this. So instead, they're trying to cover for each other. Well, we as military people. We didn't see this coming. Uh, everybody admits that they saw it coming. Even the White House admits that they saw it coming. Oh, the Kandahar Air Base isn't taken over. Uh, meanwhile, uh, minutes later, the Air- White House comes out and says the Kandahar Air- Airport is taken over too and they can't get through. They're just so unqualified and so went over their heads. And he straight-faced lied to you yesterday. He straight-faced lied to you. The Secretary did yesterday and said, we don't really know. We don't really know what weapons are gone? We just don't know. We we do not have a tally. I have a tally. How do I have a tally? How do I have a tally knowing what weapons and what machinery is gone that the Afghan uh, the Taliban took from the from the Afghan soldiers that the, the the United States military supplied them with? How do I have a tally, but you don't? That's odd. Don't you think that's weird? How do independent journalists and Gateway pundit and Epic Times how do they have a tally, but the secretary doesn't? I'll tell you what the tally is. Eleven bases are now taken over. Eleven bases that were held by U.S. and Afghan forces are now taken over. Eleven bases, folks. 174 Humvees are missing. Ten high-explosive rockets are missing, and six light-attack aircraft. As a matter of fact, I got a video of the Taliban learning how to use one of those helicopters pulled up. But I want to show you another video right now. Oh, I just closed that out. Well, maybe you didn't need to see it anyway. It was just another video of... Um, chaos ensuing and, and and gunfire everywhere and and moms holding their babies. I mean, maybe maybe it's a good thing you don't see it. Maybe it's a good thing you don't see it. but it was it was moms holding their babies down like this, screaming for help, and just bullets flying everywhere. These babies are screaming, they don't know what's going on. Women are now forced to completely cover up again, forced into Sharia law. Young girls are being kidnapped. Christians are being put to death as we speak. And here's the crazy thing. British soldiers British soldiers, are, have convoys throughout the area going in and pulling out British citizens and the United States troops are nowhere to be found except for behind those walls. Why? Because Biden's administration will not send American troops in there to, to find where these people are. They said, make your way to the airport. Have fun. Call an Uber. Maybe you can get a lift. Hey, you want to lift me to the airport? doesn't work like that, folks. It's life or death if they have to travel to these airports. And you're telling American citizens, you're leaving American, whatever happened to no man left behind? Whatever happened to no man left behind? This administration, like I said, is in way over its head. It has no idea what to do. It has no idea what it's doing. And Joe Biden will not be here for very long. He will not be here for very long. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and show you proof that he knew exactly what was going on and they knew beforehand what would happen and let it happen right after this.
2: Hey, War Room Posse, Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country, coming together for real change.
1: Welcome back to live from America. Um, so, somebody said in the comment section during the break, "Benghazi all over again." Isn't it amazing how reminiscent it of it is of Benghazi? Isn't it amazing? So. <laughs> John Solomon, I don't know if you guys know who John Solomon is, but John Solomon is a, uh, he's basically a very big part of Real America's Voice News. His news team, Just the News, is a very, very big part and, and an affiliate of Real America's Voice News. And I, su- and I suggest that you guys follow Just the News with John Solomon as much as you possibly can, because if you want breaking news, that's where you're going to get it. That's where you're going to get it. So John Solomon was a guest on Real America's Voice News on uh, America's Voice AM yesterday, And his team fought hard, and they fought hard to get all of the uh, intelligence that they, or all of the uh, memos that they could, showing that Joe Biden knew what was going to happen. So I'm going to play you this video, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to play a video, uh, the portion of what Joe Biden said to uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos last night, which basically said he knew it was going to (laughs) happen. You can't make this stuff up. But I, but again, folks, the reason why you're hearing Biden say all this stuff and why you're starting to see the left turn and why you're starting to see even Democrats now calling for investigations is because this, I, think, I believe this was all part of the plan. They don't want him to go out with dementia, so they're going to have him go out with this as a disgraced person so they could ring in Kamala Harris, who seems to be on the run going to Vietnam, hiding out, distancing herself from Joe Biden in Afghanistan completely. But without further ado, let's shoot over to America's Voice AM.
2: <clears throat> joining us now to discuss his investigation on that issue it's published this morning in the justthenews.com website is editor john solomon john the question that always seems to be coming up here is what do they know and
3: when did they know it so true that is the question and i think now we're getting a very good sense that joe biden knew at the moment he made those statements from the white house podium on July 8th, and I have full confidence that the Afghan army will hold the line against the Taliban, that he was being told internally that was not even a remote possibility. And uh, we went through uh, more than a 1,000 pages of memos, most of them written in June and July by senior people around the president, such as the inspector general for uh, Afghanistan Reconstruction, our top watchdog in the country, who issued a series of uh, scathing memos saying, listen, the Afghan army... Their readiness on their air Air force went down in five of seven categories in June. That's a red flag. They're not ready to fight. He wrote another report, as you just mentioned, where they can't even basically refuel their own equipment on their own. And 50 percent of their fuel each week was being stolen, meaning the fuel set aside for the military was disappearing. It wasn't available to move tanks and armored cars and other things that you'd need to fight a war. Uh, he uh, repeatedly talked about the lack of readiness. He noted in one instance that every time an Afghan soldier came to the United States, there was large numbers of uh, defections. They'd come here for a little training and they'd go AWOL. This was an army not committed to its mission, according to John Sapko. Similarly, we talked to more than a dozen intelligence officials who told us the same thing. The warning throughout June and July was whatever confidence we used to have in the Afghan army, throw it out the window. They're not going to hold the Taliban A Taliban takeover is going to be inevitable. All of that information is piling up inside the White House and the National Security Council inside the Pentagon. And meanwhile, the uh, uh, administration is giving the American public and the Congress a very different uh, uh, story. But that's not the only problem that has now members of both parties in Congress concerned. If you knew internally that the situation was going to fall apart, even if you're telling the American public something else, why weren't you ready to evacuate people? Why didn't you hold the Bagram Air Base, which was a secure air base, unlike Karzai Airport, where it's surrounded by the Taliban right now? There are a series of strategic decisions that flow from this information that the Biden administration appears to have failed to make. And the criticisms are across the political aisle now. I interviewed Mike Flynn yesterday, former National Security Advisor to Donald Trump, a man who spent 10 years in Afghanistan, knows the army, knows the intelligence situation there, He told me on my podcast, irrefutably, Joe Biden, when he looked in the camera July 8th, he almost certainly told a lie. And Senator Robert Menendez, uh, uh, the chairman, Democratic chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said last night, somebody lied to the American people, and we're going to find out who it was.
0: All right, well, thank you so much, John Solomon from Just the
1: News. We appreciate that report. And you just heard it, folks. He said somebody, this is a Democrat that said somebody lied to the American people, and we're going to find out who it was. That's a Democrat. And just in, folks, there's a bomb threat outside of Capitol Hill, in front of the library in Washington, D.C., and it looks like buildings are being evacuated. Can anybody else say another false flag? Look, folks, the world is coming in on them right now. The House of Cards is falling right now. It's not only Afghanistan. That's just going to be the the thing that, that, that sets this all into motion. Again, God works in mysterious ways, folks. It's the border crunching them from the south. It's Afghanistan crunching them from the Middle East. It is the ballots and the the fraud closing in on them in all 50 states. It is the energy destruction, the, the 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 waging the war on energy that is closing in on them. It is the economy closing in on them. It is the debt ceiling closing in on them. It is American patriots standing up in every county of this country. At an, at, at an amazing rate, you might not see it every day, but it's happening, and I try to show you videos constantly of where it's happening. Everything is closing in on them, and think about this, just for a second. If Donald Trump, if they were not able to cheat as much as they did, if they could not overcome the amount of win, uh, the amount of uh, loss that they had with Donald Trump just getting an astronomical amount of votes, if they had not overcome that and President Trump got in for another four years, do you know what that really would have done, folks? none of this would be going on. You're right. You're right. But you got to remember enemies like China and and, and, and ISIS and the caliphate and these these, uh, ideological crazy dictators. They don't mind waiting four years. They don't mind waiting eight years. They don't mind waiting 50 years to accomplish their goal. Do you really think that all of this would have been exposed? All of these traitors, the rhinos, the people who hate America, the plan? I mean, they're not even trying to hide the plan anymore. Do you think these cowards, the swamp, would have been exposed to the, to the extent that it is being exposed? When you see things like Trump saying, I know it's going to be rough, and he left that airport and he said, the best is yet to come. Do you think the best is yet to come meant kicking the can down the road four more years for the swamp to emerge even stronger than it was when it went into hiding? Don't underestimate God's timing and do not underestimate God's plans, folks, because it has to hurt if it's to heal. And this country is not going to go down the drain the fabric of this country and the foundation of this country is so rock solid strong it just hasn't it just hasn't stood up to its full capability yet because it's not time to do that yet. We're closing in on them in a way that we have to do this for right now. But when it does come, the best is yet to come. When that does come, you will not see evil like this for many 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 years to come and we have to get to the root of it to scrape it out for the well-being of our children and their future. False flags everywhere and we can't we got to continue to focus on the the root of the evil, the root of the problem. And that root of that problem is these liars, these cheaters, these thieves, this swamp. That's the root of this problem. Now I just played a video for you from John Solomon that let you know basically, hey, <laughs> we have the we have the material it says that you knew this was going to happen. We have the memos. We know this, that you knew that there was imminent danger. Well, last night, Joe Beijing Biden, it's the sniffer and thief, actually admitted it to George Stephanopoulos. Here we go. <clears throat>
0: when you look at what's happened over the last week,
1: was it a failure of intelligence,
0: planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a fail. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the when the Taliban uh, let me back it, put it another way, when you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, up to three hundred thousand of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off, that was. You know, I'm not. This is, is that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C 17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think of so all those pictures? What I thought was we're, ha- we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled. Better in any way, no mistakes? No. I, I I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there we we're gonna go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you that was always priced
1: into the decision? Yes. Bam, there you go. So for you that was always pressed into the decision? He says, "Look, the, to, to, think, to think that we could have gotten out of there without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that could have happened, folks. I don't know how that could have happened. I don't know how that could have. I, I don't know. I don't know a way that that could have happened. Let me just take you back real quick to Barack Obama. Remember when he said the fact that Donald Trump said he's going to bring all these businesses back and just roar the economy? I don't know how you do that unless you got some kind of magic wand. Maybe he's got some kind of magic wand that nobody else knows about. Boom, magic wand, sir. Did you ring?" You rang for a magic wand, got one right here. Boom. Made America great again. Brought those jobs back. Remember Remember that? Remember that moment in which Barack Hussein Obama was so wrong and Donald Trump proved him so wrong? Same here. I, I, I don't know how we could have gotten out of there without chaos ensuing. Well, <laughs> put the man that's rightfully supposed to be there in charge and watch how fast it gets fixed. That shows There complete lack of, uh, of skill and qualification to be where they are. That shows that. And then he says, so your plan all along, this was baked into your plan all along that there was going to be chaos ensuing. Yeah. He said, yeah, I bet he got lambasted for, for, <laughs> with, from his crew after that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But remember when I told you that left, that left-wing people, um, uh, left-wing pundits are are also starting to turn on Joe. Well, that's happening, folks. It isn't only politicians that are turning on Joe. It's the left-wing fake news media. CNN is turning on Joe. Um, <laughs> Joe Joe Scarborough is turning on Joe. Now everybody says Joe Scarborough. A, a, a liberal will tell you Joe Scarborough's a, a Republican anyway. No, he's not. He's not even a Rhino. He is a straight Democrat. Joe, don't don't let anybody fool you. Joe Scarborough from Morning Joe is a Democrat. And listen to what he even says. About what's going on. I mean, uh, this is this is to show you a pattern and what you can expect. The reason why I'm showing this stuff to you is so that you can see a pattern and so you can know what to expect here in the next couple of weeks. Check this out. <clears throat>
2: let's 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 talk about uh, the mess right now that I think the Democrats are facing. Uh, and it's so early. I mean really we have a year and a half until the election, uh, but. Uh, if Democrats want to know what they're going to be facing, I let, let's talk about it right now because if I were a Republican running, I would say Democrats can't protect us across the world, Democrats can't protect our street, and Democrats can't protect us at the border. Boom. Oh. There is. We don't talk about it enough. Uh, there is a massive border crisis on the southern border right now. Uh, and if Democrats don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, it will find them uh, over the next uh, 16 months uh, politically. Uh, And then there's this chaos in Afghanistan, and we've talked about crime, uh, which, of course, I had people telling me for a year, oh, it's just an exaggeration, law and order, racist, bigoted, whatever. Eric Adams runs on protecting streets and police reform. He wins the Bronx. He wins Queens, mm. he wins, well, Staten Island, mm-hmm. uh, and he wins Brooklyn. He wins everything except for the the, the, the sort of wealthier parts of Manhattan. The Democrats have to understand this is coming, and I don't know where mission control is on the Democratic side, <laughs> uh, but somebody, Donnie, needs to get that, and they need to start responding.
1: You see that, folks? That is meltdown. That sounded like a real Republican right there. But that's not. What that is is a Democrat who says he's a Republican understanding what's about ready to happen. The Democrats will not be in charge for for years and years and years and years because of how badly they were exposed during this fake fraudulent 2020 election. I don't think you're waiting until 2024, folks. I really don't. And I'm not talking about until Joe Biden's gone. I'm talking about until President Trump is back. Okay, he keeps talking about you're going to be very happy soon, and you see all of this happening. Look, somewhere along the lines, the world—not even the top brass in the Pentagon, just the the military itself—and the world is going to go. Look, we as a country are not—we're not safe, and we're not—and the the people that are leading cannot be here. So whether we remove them, whether we voted them out, whether we—but long story short, Joe Scarborough just said what's happening. Democrats are lost. The world knows they're lost. There's no way back, and it's going to find them. That is not only what MSNBC is saying, but CNN is saying it now too. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but there was nobody else talking about the plan in place to remove Joe and put in Kamala Harris, and they were going to use this to get him out, but lie from America. Why aren't these big, why why, why didn't anybody else see this coming? Why didn't anybody else see, and I'm not talking about you guys, I'm talking about other people's shows, see that this was a, a plan from the very beginning? And you could tell that by the way the mainstream media was switching and flipping. Now, how we get to that point where Joe Scarborough was talking about, about literally the Democrats are, 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 are dead in the water, how we get there, is exactly how we've been getting there. Taking over school board meetings, taking over city councils, taking over uh, woke schools, uh, refusing to p- put our kids in masks, refusing all of this di- dictatorship and this totalitarian push to take our freedoms. We've been doing it everywhere. People are running for city council, they're running for school board, they're running for state and local um, uh, state and local positions, they're running for federal positions, they're running for United States Congress, they're running for United States representative. I have never seen what I've been seeing in my entire life. So people say, how are we going to win? This is how we win. It's just not going to happen like that. It didn't get there like that, and it's not going to happen like that. Now I'm going to show you a really, really, really inspiring video of exactly what I'm talking about. And a massive number of people in one precinct stood up and took over their precinct. Show you that right after this break, live from America. We'll be right back, guys.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make My Pillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America.
2: Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the
3: USA. When I got My Pillow. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world
1: is mypillow.com. Welcome back to Live from America, and again, folks, let me just reiterate, if you if you have to have any validation that we're winning and that we're on the right side of this, look no further than the mainstream media. The fact that Morning Joe and CNN are melting down like that knows they're done. So if you ever, ever, ever need validation and you don't want to get it from me or anybody else, go, go right to mainstream media and see what they're talking about. Watch them melt down. Watch a meltdown. And they're melting down because of stuff like this. Check this out. 50 precinct committee men and women were sworn in at once in Maricopa County. This is incredible. I'm going to show you a video, too. But let me read it to you. Back in June, the entire GOP Board of Maricopa County's Legislative District 15, LD15, in North Phoenix resigned. The entire board resigned. Why did they resign? Because they were a bunch of rhinos. That's why the old timers it call this is what the, this is the what was written did not like the idea of pro trump america first committee men so they resigned okay that's all documented that's all documented when that happened that was back in june now check this out yesterday last night in an amazing show of patriotism 50 new precinct committee men and women were sworn in by the state senator nancy bardo their oath can be seen in the video that i'm going to show you next And in less than a month, under new leadership of Joseph Abrahamson, this new chairman of the District 15 has added all these committee men and women and launched an impressive new uh, uh, District 15 website. It's complete with a portal to inform and also attract more committee men and women to come forward in their counties and in their districts and take over. This is incredible. 50 people sworn in at once to take over a district in Maricopa County. This is the stuff that I'm talking about. You've never seen this kind of stuff ever before take place. I mean, I never have. Not to this magnitude, but it's happening all over the country. And I'm going to highlight it every time it does. Folks, enjoy the video of these 50 people being sworn in. And these are all America first people. America first people taking over their precinct and their district. Really an incredible thing to watch. Check it out
3: on, right? Yep.
0: Okay, please raise your right hand. And uh, when I when I say the blank, put your name in <laughs> I look forward to meeting every one of you and getting to know your names, but so far I probably don't know all of you. I state your name. Do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution. I also support and the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of Arizona, the of the
2: state of Arizona. Against, all against
0: all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true
1: faith and allegiance to the same.
0: That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. And that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties, of the, of the duties of the Office of Precinct Commitment, according to the law, to the law and, the and the best of my ability. So help me, God. So help me God.
1: What an amazing sight. Tell me you're not in tears. Tell me you don't have goosebumps right now. Tell me the hair on the back of your neck is not standing up right now. That kind of stuff has never happened in my lifetime. And what the top echelon, the elites, the Uniparty and the Democrats and the Rhinos, what they all expected was that none of us would get off our keister's. They figured they'd fattened us up and brainwashed us long enough where they would, we could just take, that they would just take us over. They thought that we had no idea how to fight them. They thought we were going to try to come at them and fight them at a federal level, which is why they threatened us with F-15s and nuclear bombs. They didn't know that we were going to fight them from the bottom up. They didn't know that we were going to come and root ourselves into the gospel, root ourselves into the Constitution, root ourselves into good versus evil and our communities and our families and stand up and take the power back and that's exactly what we're doing and if you don't think we are then you need to watch more live from america i can tell you that right now that's the kind of stuff that's happening right now and because of that those folks are going to go ahead let's cue that smarty music and they're going to get the smarty award of the day live from america august 19 2021 go ahead throw that in that bucket will we patriots like that all over this country Get the Smarty Award of the Day. We are not playing around anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, because let's talk about them for a minute. This happened in Maricopa County. This was in one precinct, one district. Let's talk about the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, shall we? They sent a bill and a letter to the United States Senate saying that they owed them, the Senate, which is really all taxpayer money (laughs) from one place to another, $2.8 million. And the reason that the state Senate... Owes the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors $2.8 million. Is so that Maricopa can Maricopa County can buy new machines. Because the machines that the Senate took to do the audit on are clearly tainted, even though they were watched 24-7, seven days a week by multiple cameras. Everything was recorded. They know they're not faulty. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors know those machines are not faulty. They just want new machines because they know that those machines can now be monitored in real time when they're sent back and used again, and they know that there's no way they'll be able to cheat again. Karen Fan actually sent a letter back saying, Uh, (laughs) not so fast. Yeah, right. Hold off on that $2.8 million. Hold your breath and wait for it. Ain't happening. She says, if you couldn't even give us the routers and the passwords to do the full forensic audit that we need to do on them in the first place, basically, if a full forensic audit could not be performed on these machines, then they were never valid to begin with, and you've got some explaining to do. Hold your breath. Wait for that $2.8 million. <laughs> Ooh, I love it when people, I, I just love when people do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I love it when people stand up to people and say, you know what, enough is enough. You're not going to bully me anymore. I'm sick of the bullying. I'm sick of you calling me racist. I'm sick of you calling me bigot. I'm sick of you politicizing everything. I'm sick of you you know picking on the vaxxed and or the the unvax and the people who don't want to wear masks, calling us this and that. People are standing up and it's a beautiful thing to watch. It is such a beautiful thing to watch, folks. We're going to take a quick break. I got a lot more coming up. We'll be right back with more live from America right after this. <clears throat> All right, folks, while we're on this quick break here, I do. I just wanted to pull some things together for the next uh, I want to talk to you again about uh, PatriotFoods.com. We got the owner of Patriot, or the founder, I guess you should say, uh, for PatriotFoods.com. We got him coming on uh, next week, and he's going to talk to you about his plans to build brick-and-mortar stores all over the country, only fresh farm produce, only Made in America products, and I just wanted to remind you that that is happening next week. And uh, Friday, tomorrow, I have uh, Captain Deplorable, The best Trump impersonator there is, coming live from America. And I think I'm going to have him on weekly to recap the biggest stories of the week in his popular Donald Trump voice. Can't wait for that. So make sure you continue watching Live from America every day. Okay? All right, back with more Live from America, folks. Got more to go through, um, and we're exposing people. That's what we do here on Live from America. We, We spread the gospel, we spread the truth, and we expose people. So let's expose somebody else. The University of Washington Medical Center. University of Washington Medical Center. This may be some homework for everybody. Okay, they uh, they are now removing patients from their transplant transplant list for them deciding to not be vaccinated. That's happening, folks. The University of Me- uh, Medical, the University of Washington Medical Center, has kicked several patients off of their transplant list for not being vaccinated. The report says that the hospital began denying organ transplants to unvaccinated back in June of 2021. Back in June, Seattle station KTTH KTTH, uh, broke the story and reported that the UW Medicine removed a 64-year-old patient from the transplant wait list. He says he was on the list for two and a half years. The hospital made the decision after they learned the patient refused to be vaccinated against covid They said they would consider adding him back to the wait list should he satisfy their, quote, compliance concerns. They are now being inhumane. They are now turning people away, and they're taking them off medical lists and letting them suffer until they die if they don't get this vaccine. And again, Joe Biden went out there, and he uh, made a statement yesterday, and the statement wasn't about Afghanistan. No, it was about taking his war to Governor DeSantis, taking his war to to Greg Abbott. That's what, that's what Biden wants to do. Biden wants to go ahead and he wants to take his war to, to, to people of Tennessee and Florida and Texas and not take it to Afghanistan. Meanwhile, this is another way he's doing it. He's forcing hospitals to do this and hurt Americans even further. They don't care about people, folks. This, again, is the university of Washington Medical Center taking people off the list just because they won't get vaccinated. That is sick, that is inhumane, and this is all Biden's doing. Another big blunder from your sniffer and thief, Joe Biden. Now, not only do we expose people on this channel so that we can do our homework and call them, that's not the only thing we do. The other thing we do is we call people and we praise them when they do a good job. You ready for some good news, folks? Let me give you some good news real quick. Rocco's Restaurant in Brooklyn, North, uh, Brooklyn, New York City has gone full renegade against de Blasio. Dictator de Blasio. They have put big signs. Today is the first day of the whole vaccine. You can't go into places without a vaccine. Well, today... They're they're defying that order, and and, and hundreds of other restaurants, and they're part of a lawsuit suing de Blasio for this. They put a big sign up in their window on both sides of their restaurant that says the following, We do not discriminate against any customers based on sex, gender, race, color, creed, age, vaccinated, or unvaccinated. All customers welcome. First offense, defying... Dictator de Blasio was a $1,000 fine. Second offense is even more. Pretty soon they'll shut you down. The manager, Mary Josephine Generoso, says, we'll risk it. We will risk those fines and we'll gladly pay them because it's the right thing to do. Big shout out to Rocco's Restaurant, so we're going to call them right now and tell them how much we appreciate their courage. 718 745 Two five nine zero. Again, seven one eight, seven four five, two five nine zero. Let's call, shall we? Hello, Ramos. Hi, I was wondering if I could speak to uh, your manager, Mary Generoso, please. I'm sorry, she's not here now. She just left she's not long ago. Uh, is there a manager that's there that's on duty that I could speak to? No, but you can always tell me and I'll tell her whatever you want me to tell. Okay, well, it's not bad, no, it's not... she also be
2: back, like, in an hour,
1: I think, or so. Okay, will she be there tonight around 5 o'clock?
2: Uh, I can't promise.
1: Okay, well, actually, we're calling. I'm actually calling because I am a host of a show, and we found out that the courage that you guys are displaying with uh, not turning people away for not being uh, vaccinated, and we just want to tell you how much we love you guys, how much we honor what you guys are doing, and we think what you're doing is very inspiring, and we just wanted to give her a big shout-out and uh, encourage people to come to your restaurant. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can always give her the number. So do you want her to... I interview with her? I would like an interview with her. Yes. Um. Don't want to give a number out on air just because we got about you know ten thousand people watching. Uh, but can I? Uh, can I? Uh, can I call back in a, in an hour or so and, and maybe talk with her and get her on? Let me just ask her when she's coming. Let me ask another of my coworkers, Lisa.
2: Uh you We you can call in an hour or in an
1: hour and a half? Okay. To make sure. Okay, well I'll call back. My name is Jeremy, Jeremy and okay. and the show that I host is called Live from America. Okay. And we want to we want to let you guys know that any fines that you might accrue from Dictator De Blasio, we will gladly raise the funds and pay for you. Oh my God, thank you so much. I will tell her for sure and you can always call like in an hour or so to all right tell her yourself. thank you okay god bless you have a great day dear God bless you. So thank you. Thank boy tell me that wasn't fire right there tell me that wasn't fun i can't wait to call her back and get her on the phone it's going to be incredible it's going to be incredible and then we're going to bring her on and we're going to talk to her and we're going to show her the love we're going to lift each other up in this country we don't care how much they try to take our freedoms Boy, we're going to stand up and don't don't ever think that you're going to take our America. Ain't happening. Because we pick each other up. That's what we do. That's what we do. Let me give you some more good news real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday, the Texas Supreme Court said that not only can the take my ball and run away, uh, run away from home Democrats, uh, run away from their obligation and run away from their responsibilities, not only will they be arrested upon return, but... The Texas Supreme Court has also gave the judgment that they can all, they can be arrested and they can be forcefully brought to the house to the ta- to the chambers to be there to force the vote for voter integrity laws. I told you when this happened 3 weeks ago. It's inevitable. Why run? Why go on the lamb? Why ask for care packages? Why go to Washington, D.C. and sing, We will overcome. We will overcome when it was inevitable that these laws were going to be passed anyway. And now the Texas Supreme Court says, yep, you will be arrested and we will force you to the building physically to force that vote. Woo! Don't you just love sweet justice? <laughs> I know I do. And just to uh, end the show real quick, I wanted to tell you that Candace Taylor said that this was by far her favorite interview that she's done so far with any show. She said, you guys are incredible. And she was inundated with beautiful messages from all of you last night, wishing her luck, sending her donations. And she's got something very, very, very exciting happening in a few days, folks. I want to tell you so bad. I want to tell you so bad, but I can't because I don't want to spoil her surprise. But I can tell you this. It's massive. And she's going to come back on the show, and she's going to talk to us all about it after it happens. That's going to do it for Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. I have some more to go over, but we're going to wait until tonight's show. God bless you. Remember, if you like what you see here, if you like what you're hearing, if you love the show, do not forget. To pass it around to the world. Go to jeremyharrell.com, Purchase some good merch there. Purchase some apparel or become a monthly donor because this is an entirely viewer-funded show with the exception of a couple partnerships with Mike Lindell and uh, PatriotFoods.com. And uh, we're going to all boats rise together, folks, because we're Americans, and that's what we do. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, the Save America Freedom Tour is coming. To South Carolina, August thirty first Myrtle's uh inlet, Myrtle Beach, Journey Church, six to eight PM. Be there. Big time speakers coming. We're all gonna be there. Performances by myself, Dave Bray, gonna be a